0: Welcome to the Lost to Limitless cast, hosted by Jack Wilson and Blair Johnston. We want to bring you the very best information within health and fitness that we possibly can to leave you limitless physically, mentally and emotionally. So before we get started, we want to ask one thing. If you enjoy what you hear today, can you please share this with family, friends, social media so that we can help more people? Thank you. welcome to episode two of the Lost to Limitless Cast. How are we, Jack? We're doing well? All good, my man. How are you? How you how you been getting on? Doing good, mate. I'm doing good. Awesome. Um, hyped to, to get episode number two underway after um what was a sensational response to the first podcast. Um me and Jack were talking about this yesterday, and um, we we're actually blown away as to how many people have tuned in. And we just want to say for anyone listening, um, who is a return listener um thank you for listening to the first podcast and um sharing it with your friends the feedback was phenomenal so both myself and jack are are, um massively appreciative of of your time um and we look to bring you even more value today and today we're going to be talking more about understanding your values and purpose and to doing why you're to doing what you're doing um you know why are you on this journey? Um, and do you understand the values that you're working for uh, and the purpose you're working towards? Um, which is is going to be a good one today, mate, isn't it?
1: Yeah, looking forward to it. Um, definitely, because again, it's definitely something that I know myself and you uh, within our coaching sort of service that we deliver to clients. One of the main things that we'll probably start is round about that is sort of values and purpose specifically not necessarily using those words all the time, but definitely um, sort of digging deeper with clients as into why they're here, why they initially necessarily reached out, what do they sort of want to achieve, and realistically, are they living by the values that they think they are or they aren't? And um, mm. sort of, yeah, sort of looking forward to it. We're going to hopefully give you guys, the listeners, just sort of maybe two or three takeaway points, but also just allowing you guys, we're going to open up to see about what we value, but also then... Maybe two or three sort of misconceptions or sort of main issues that we not sort of tend to find when it comes to um, values and purposes. So yeah, should be a good one, and hopefully you guys get to take again one thing away from it, implement it, action it, and hopefully get some form of benefit from it.
0: Yeah, and and like Jack said there, I think you know the one thing that we always make sure we do with every single client that kind of comes on board with us or that we speak to one of the main things that we will always look to find out is their why um which really gives us an understanding and a clear understanding on their purpose of the journey and really what they value in their life because if the two conflict then we're going to go into we're going to come up against some struggle you know and the journey is going to be a bit of a bumpy road um but when we can get the two in alignment and, you know, you yourself are clear on your why, on your why, on your purpose, on your values, um, then this can make the ability to achieve results night
1: and day. Yeah, definitely. A hundred percent. And again, it might sound a bit, not necessarily wishy-washy, but something that's totally outside your comfort zone. You maybe don't know about it, but ultimately... Like I said, just probably because possibly the words, values and purpose, you might think that's something I'm not used to or I've never really done. But chances are you've spoken about it, whether it's to your kids, um, to your kids that you, you teach, if you if you teach or whatever it is, family members, friends, you just speak it in a different way. So mm-hmm. hopefully today we're going to get you guys to understand that. So we're just talking about that. What would you say maybe even two or three are sort of your um, core values would be? So sort of would you then live by? So, yeah, I mean, going
0: back to kind of just what you said there as well, is it sometimes this um it's this like wishy-washy kind of thing, like why do I need to be going so deep just to lose body fat? Like on the face of it, that's what a lot of you listening and a lot of people can look at what we're talking about or the subject as a whole. But when we really go into it, which we're going to go into today, you'll hopefully have a deeper understanding as to the purpose of why we're doing this and why we do this with every single one of our clients. And Again, you know, I was someone like that as well. Who previously, you know, I'd look at this the quote-unquote deep shit and be like, "Oh, you don't need you don't need that, right?" But the reality is, is when we are be able to be honest with ourselves and and do the hard work. Because look, for me, like my values and purpose. You know, I we kind of touched on this on the in the last podcast, but. You know, it took me a while to really firstly, one, understand that it was important to do and to actually understand what it is that I value in my life. And for me, a good few things that I value or, or the hierarchy of my values are first and foremost, my family, um, my health, my career, my social life and the things that I enjoy, you know, the things that keep me happy, my happiness as a whole. Um, and I think for for me, those, those sort of five areas are where I need to do and have the most work done, if that makes sense. Yep. You know, that's, that's where I need to spend the most of my time. That's where I need to spend my energy within those values. Because if whatever I'm doing does not align with what's good for my family, what's good for my career, what's good for my, um, my health, my happiness, and ultimately my friends that, that, that keep me... Happy and sane, then I'm probably not going to gain much from it, or I'm probably not going to fucking want to do it. And I'm going to be pushing myself along a road that ultimately I don't want to go down. And, you know, bringing this on to like our purpose, we kind of, I think both me and Jack touched on our purpose a little bit in the intro, which is why are we here? What are we doing this for? And the reality is, is me, my biggest purpose is always to be the very, very best version of myself. Because if I'm the very best version of myself, that means I can be the best partner, dad, friend, um, coach that I can possibly be. Um, And ultimately, that will bring me the most happiness in my life and then the most fulfillment. So the reality is, is why are you doing what you're doing? And these are the reasons as to why I do it. You know, everything that I do is for my family everything I do is for my career for my health you know why do I want to run a marathon because well (laughs) people who run marathons if you had to really break it down are probably pretty healthy in some respect you know Uh, and it just takes my health to a different standpoint cardiovascular standpoint and stuff why have I done why did I begin training because I wanted to look good but ultimately it wasn't that it was because actually I wanted to feel healthy you know, I wanted to feel fantastic within myself. I think a lot of people may chase values that are superficial. And, it, you know, that's what they chase to begin with, but they don't realize that what they want isn't that superficial value. It's, it's the deeper, it's the more rooted um, values that come behind that, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, definitely. And again, um, we're going to be talking about that more further on in the podcast and the episode, but yeah, exactly that. Um, and again, I think one thing you said, which again is probably something we're going to mention later, but is that sort of fulfillment As are you living a life that you want to live, that you are fulfilled by, but also like, what does that fulfillment feel like to you? Mm-hmm. What it feels like to myself, to Blair, to you who's listening, we all different, but it's about knowing what your fulfillment actually is. And again, that comes back to sort of getting in shape, me getting in shape and you getting in shape listening, it's two different things. Because it's what what do you see as getting in shape? Yeah. Is it meant is it mental health shape? Is it physical shape? Is it career shape? Is it just getting in shape where you're where you're sort of stuffed together with regards to family, friends, whatever it may be? Um, but definitely I would say I'm probably very similar to you mm. with regards to my sort of core values, and um, definitely friends, family, very enjoyment. Um, like what I was just saying there, like with regards to being fulfilled, just being able to enjoy myself as a family member, as a friend. As a career, as a business owner, um, because then th- these are the things that do matter. And ultimately, again, like for me, one of the main things is sort of health and happiness. Again, whether it's health from physically being healthy, but then also just being able to then look at, as you said, from a physical point of view, um, being able to do things that you want to do or being able to do things that you might never used to be able to do. Um, again, whether that was things that we spoke about last week when we were that sort of 13, 14, 15 year old kid when we struggled to walk into the gym Um, and ultimately I suppose when we spoke about our family members that we'd lost, what they'd probably taught us in life, it's probably where a lot of our values come from. If we go sort of a little bit deeper than that, that sort of the kindness, the caring, the showing empathy to clients, understanding we've been in their shoes um, or also showing new clients and new prospects that we get them, empathising with them rather than just sort of, Showing off that we're on this pedestal, we're miles ahead of them because ultimately, myself and Blair are just the exact same as you. We've done, we've we've struggled the same as you. We've been there, yeah, we've been there. We've struggles, hundred percent. So yeah,
0: that's the reality. Like that, that is what a coach, in my eyes, should be. It should be someone who's been where you have been, and got to where they are successfully. And well, I mean, you know, obviously the success that they've got there, but. They're able to help you navigate the minefield, which is the journey. You know what I mean? Like, we have to get into our heads and understand that the journey from wherever you are right now to wherever you want to be is not going to be a smooth one. Like, life is never smooth. You know, so when you have a coach you know, and it should be a coach that you rely on and you can can rely on, sorry, you can trust, and that you know has experience doing what you're doing or has some form of solid understanding so that they can help you navigate the shit that you go on. Like if, if you're a busy person, oh well, in fact, that's a shit term because everyone's fucking busy. But if you're like, um, an easy one is like, if you're a parent, right? Uh, and you've got a coach, and I've been that coach before, by the way, I will hold my hands. up. I have been the coach who's coached a parent before and never really truly understood what it's like to have a child. You know, for me, I'm lucky that's different now. But that, that puts me on, a, a, a I would say, now on a different level because I can now truly understand what they go through, their mindset, where they're going, so that when they are trying to go on their journey from wherever they are to get into the fittest, healthiest person they've ever been, that when it comes to family, that that's probably a bit like one of their core values and that when shit goes wrong and family come into it because there's always going to be barriers there, how we can navigate that, you
1: know? Yeah, exactly. And that's the biggest thing is empathy. That's like, for me, that's one of the reasons why, because I want to know that when clients come on board, they can trust me and they know that I'm not going to be someone who shows off of where I have been. Yeah. Because ultimately I've been exactly where they are when they first come on board. I've also been where they are when they achieve that first goal and it feels absolutely tremendous. Um, And that's the biggest thing. And again, like that, that's that's where probably we get those let's say smaller um, core values things like kindness, caring, um, empathy. So yeah, again, for you guys listening, things things like appearance, things like that will probably be part of your values, but again, you just might not see it as a value. So hopefully throughout the sort of um episode today, we're gonna hopefully allow you to understand that.
0: So this kind of brings us on to me and Jack. Me and Jack kind of, <laughs> someone mentioned that in the last podcast. I see them the amount of messages that would be like, I absolutely love the fact that I could hear the dogs barking in the background. I was like, I actually, my heart died inside at the end of that podcast. I was like, we have went 40 minutes and the dogs haven't barked. <laughs> and it was like three minutes before the end and they went off their head, I was like, oh my God.
1: But so who who out, really cares though, because that just shows that we're absolutely real people. We're not trying
0: well, to make... 100%, but I, th- I actually think actually they were more of the style of the show than us. So. But yeah, no, so last, yesterday, as always, you know, me and Jack can you have a, a little chat before we, we go into every episode and we kind of sat down last night and we were talking about, um, you know, we did, when, when it comes on to the subject of values and purposes, the reality is is we could be here for hours talking about it right episodes you know i you this could expand over five episodes if you wanted to, to but what we want to always do is make sure that we can give you the most amount of value for the least amount of your time and we kind of broke it down into kind of three main problem areas that we find when it comes down to people struggling when it comes to understanding their values and their purpose so the first problem, and I'm going to let Jack kind of go into this one, is that misalignment of your values and your actions. So if you yeah. want to add on that, man.
1: Yeah, definitely, because, again, um, probably because of the word as well, values and things like that, Folks just maybe get a little bit easy to misunderstand it or overthink it or underthink it even. Um, but, yeah, definitely with regards to misalignment of, misalignment of values, sorry. Um, it's basically that. It's just not really known what actually are the values. Um, one, how do I do it? Two, what are they? Three, sort of, I'm really, I'm really to be honest, a little bit lost. But mm-hmm. sort of ways of sort of being a little bit more aligned is just sort of asking yourself some common questions of possibly a time in your career um, or sort of your personal life, a time that made you happy, something that possibly made you happy. Who was around you? Like, what was it? Was it a nephew being born? Was it a child being born? Was it getting married? Was it getting engaged? Was it, um, again, going out on a date? Or was it then going and buying something at the shops? Or is that what we think that we value? Yeah. It's possibly going and buying something, looking for that short-term gratification. But ultimately, the deeper problem is possibly something more. So, again, we need to then look at things like that. Then things that then made you proud, just start to ask yourself these wee small questions. Again, what was it? What were you proud of? What environment were you in? What was it that caused that sort of proud moment and proud feeling? Um, which again, that's the biggest thing. And then what sort of myself and Blair spoke about yesterday was was thinking about if we do not get sort of in line with our values and we don't know really, okay, what are we living for? What are we working towards? Again thinking about what myself and Blair spoke about last week, in terms of why we're here. Then what we've also spoken about this week in terms of like that, our family, our friends, our career, our social life, enjoyment, fulfillment. What's the consequence of then not possibly taking action? Or what's the consequence of not actually knowing? Where is my tunnel vision? Where am I actually working towards? And who am I working working towards for? Mm -hmm. Again, like Blair said, um, and I can definitely agree, a lot of what he does is based around one, bringing, him, bringing the best version of himself to the table, but also to for his family, for his friends, to provide a good life that he wants to live. Why? Because all right, mate, it might have took him a long time, same as me, to find out why we're here. But ultimately that's that's one thing. So it's also about asking yourself the consequences of not following what we're trying to follow just now, or achieve what we're trying to achieve, whether it's personal or professional, yeah. or physically. So, yeah, think about that sort of one thing that I sort of usually tend to yeah. get people to understand.
0: I think, you know, for anyone listening, um, you may be listening to what Jack's saying there and, you know, everything he's saying is absolutely spot on, but you may have it in the back of your head right now um, being a little bit confused as to, well, how do I know if my actions are not aligning with my values? And the best way to to understand is that what you're doing probably isn't making you happy. If if you are, if you're training, right, let's just keep, you know, to try and keep this towards what we're doing in a, on a training perspective, like if if you're training each and every day, right, and you're really unhappy with what you're doing, then the reality is, is whatever you're training for is not in alignment with what you truly value in life. So for instance, and this is just keeping it really simple to give you an example, There's a lot of people right now who train to step on stage, right? To train to compete in bodybuilding, bikini, um, whatever class, they just come they they train to compete. There is a lot of people who don't actually enjoy the process at all. They don't like it, they jump on stage, they absolutely they didn't really enjoy any of it. They may have enjoyed actually being on the stage, but the process and everything around it, they do not enjoy. The reality is is the reasons as to why you're doing it probably do not align with your value. And that's one of the biggest problems I think we see across the board right now. And Jack will probably back me up on this when we speak to a lot of clients is when people come in and, and, and come into the course, they think that they should be working towards X goal, this goal to look lean, to look shredded, to, um to look a certain way because they think that's what is valued in life. But the reality is, is it's, it's not. It may be valued to some people in life, but that does not mean that is what you have to do to become valued, and to fulfil your own life. There is so many people that chase a look, chase a, chase a certain, um, you know, a certain goal. You no, know, I getting shredded photo shoots, and stepping on stage, whatever. They chase that, and the idea that that is what they should value but your values are absolutely personal to you. And there is the the fantastic thing about this is there's absolutely no rights and wrongs. Like we cannot, no one can turn around to you and say your values are wrong because it's individual to you. It's personal. It's personal, yeah, 100%. So what you have to ask yourself is, is what I'm doing fulfilling me? Do I enjoy it? Like, and this is this is looking above and beyond the days that you maybe can't be bothered going to the gym. That's normal. This is looking above and beyond our mood at times because everyone has mood. Like truly, are you enjoying what you're doing? Because if the answer is no, then, it's, then what right. you're working towards isn't aligning with your values.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, and again, just like, for example, another, another sort of example would be, let's say from a professional point of view, if let's say you don't value or don't like competition, if you don't value something like competition or competitiveness, but you're working, let's say, in a highly competitive industry or a highly competitive um, sales industry or environment, let's say it was sales, for example, then the chances of you being successful and actually being satisfied and fulfilled are very slim, <coughs> excuse me, for the reason of if you don't actually like competition, you don't actually value the sort of buzz you get off it. And that exactly goes back to what, what Blair was saying there you might be in the job for more money, which is great, but if deep down you don't really value money, let's say, you just want maybe more happiness or to actually wake up in the morning with energy and looking forward to then getting to your job, which then you know what you're going to do after that when you go to the gym or go home and spend time with family, then they're sort of misaligned because, right, realistically, you don't enjoy the competitiveness of it, So, but yet you work in a competitive industry, for example. um, Again, the the chance of you being satisfied very slim and that's it like it's exactly what you are saying there mate
0: you know it's it's all about being satisfied at the end of the day like if you're if, if what you're doing isn't going to satisfy you towards the end or satisfy you as you go then the reality is is you're probably not doing you're probably not doing what you truly want to do like that that is the reality of it like you know you only have to look at like like a ton of successful people whether it be in business whether it be in life whether it be in you know your fitness journey or whatever but everyone funnily enough has the same kind of story they start off chasing something that they think they should be doing and in turn they come to a point where they reveal actually what I'm doing is fuck all about what I want to do and I have to start listening to myself Like, social media out there is fantastic, but it's also very, very toxic when it comes to you and your values because it's like when it comes to social media, it's easy to follow the crowd. So that's what you then tell yourself and if you do that over and over and over again, or this is what plagues your social media, and that's what you constantly read in and ingest and, and, and take in from, you know, scrolling on Instagram, looking on Facebook, reading Twitter, whatever it may be, you can be easily filled into thinking that this is something that you value. Like right now, so many people value fucking Rolex watches, um, you know, the flash car, the, the money, the, the lavish lifestyle, the influencer lifestyle, right? And you can be fooled into thinking that your life is of zero value if you're not striving for that lifestyle. It's trying to fit in. And that could not be further from the fucking truth. Like, and that is where it kind of brings us on to our next point. A lot of the time, people then become very unsure and unclear what they actually value because you don't know. But a good way to do it is start stripping yourself back. I can't, I cannot remember where i heard this and it was from a podcast it was from a book but it was like look back to when you were in your childhood like what truly made you happy like what what did you love you know what I mean. What do you do right now that potentially makes you feel like a kid because there's a good chance that's something you probably value a lot whether it be a hobby or, or whatever you're doing you know yeah, and exactly. then obviously what what is very very important to your life what could you not live without not like um what's the word like physically like what's the word i'm looking for for this like i've got my phone in my hand like (laughs) what what could you not live without on a yeah like on a physical basis right um but like what could you not live without like emotionally really you know if that wasn't here a part of you would be gone yeah that is when we start doing that that is something of value to you
1: yeah, exactly. Exactly. What Blair's saying there is, is true. It's just that we were, to be fair, the most of the sort of common problems that you do see, they're all sort of interlinked, but we're just trying to keep them to an absolute minimum of two or three today. But that's exactly it. Um if we're misaligned and you don't really know, am I living truly or am I living untruly to what I what a value, what makes me satisfied, fulfilled, happy, etc. Which then that is it, it just almost becomes really unclear because of not necessarily living a life you don't really want, but like what I said there was, is being able to feel like you've tried to live a life that you just fit in, but you yeah. get accepted by. That's not always the case. It's about realistically, what do you want to do for you? What do you want to do for your family maybe? What do you do want to do for your career? Is it if you run your own business or you don't run your own business? Is it, um, are you in the education world? Are you not in the education world? Are you in the sporting world? Are you, regardless of what it is, it's about then knowing sort of what is it that I'm here to do and again this goes back to am I actually aligned with how I want to live mm-hmm. um again going off of what I was also saying and Blair was saying there was like sometimes you'll end up finding yourself chasing that short-term gratification because yeah. we feel that that is or you may feel sorry that is what you value in life as possibly new clothes a new Amazon delivery every second or third day mm-hmm. and I bet you at least 50 or 60 percent of you listening to this podcast right now has an Amazon delivery, whether it's your partner, your mum, your dad, someone either moans at you or comments on it. Yeah, yeah, every second or third day there's something coming through the door. That, that was that
0: was me in the first lockdown. <laughs> I actually knew the Amazon guy
1: by name, <laughs> you know But, what but mean? everyone did because that yeah, because yeah. at that point, and again, that really brings on a good point of at that point. We didn't have well. Everyone was shocked. Everyone literally was literally told to stay at home. So how do we become more happy at that time? Get things through the door. Why? Because you're spending less money anyway, so you're saving more. So you got more then to spend. So we just you're looking for that short term gratification. But as you said there, that was for a first lockdown. That was a short period of time. Whereas unfortunately, people do that through the whole entire life or the whole entire career trying to get almost as what we say in in our sort of industry from a business point of view, is chase shiny objects.
0: Yeah, 100%. Shiny object syndrome, yeah, 100%. And you may find this in your, um, you know, and again, like, one thing that's very, very pertinent when we talk about this and, you know, when we give you 1% to go off and do, the one thing that you have to, you really have to do is be honest with yourself when you're asking yourself these questions, you know? And something I see so often, um, whether it's been within clients, whether it's been within like chatting with people who are potentially coming on board or just talking to people in general when it comes to fitness is people jumping to and fro, but not knowing why they're doing it. They're trying to find, and that's good, by the way, because I think you should try and find something you enjoy. But if you're doing it because it's like, oh, I've done that and oh, I'm not satisfied. I'm going to try this and, oh, I didn't enjoy that. Or I'm trying to do this and this is going to solve all my problems. And once I get to X goal or I achieve X, then I'm going to be the happiest I've ever been. If that is why you're chasing it, then you're doing it for the wrong reason. You know, like, and again, not to, not to make this about myself, but, you know, I had a client asking me, you know, um, a couple of months back why I, why i've been doing so many different sort of challenges and stuff um like last year i've done the shoot walk cycle challenge this year i'm doing a marathon of steps like all the different things that i've done and at first i didn't know why i was doing it but last year's challenge really allowed me because i spent fucking four days on my own and it was just a case of like tearing my brain down and figuring out asking myself a lot of honest questions that the reason that I do this is because I love to mentally test myself. Like I, I love that. Like the, the, the value I get from that is huge. Cause I'm like, okay, well, what can I do now that's really going to like test me mentally? Because I know that I'm going to come out a bit better, mentally stronger, mentally fitter, which again, aligns with my values of being better health all round being in a better mindset for my family for my for my career for for coaching you know for this podcast you know so take from that what you will but understand that if you're chasing a goal because you think that or a look or a a set thing because you think that's going to make you happy then you you're not doing it for the right reasons because i don't think anything on that respect will make us happy because we, I, I don't know if you um, watched that podcast on the Diary of a CEO. I'm going to probably mention that almost every episode we're on. But um, Mogad- Mogadot, Mogadot, I think his name is. Yeah. Um, the happiness expert, he gets called. Um, But he turns around and it's so true. It hit me like that. It's like, happiness is a choice. Like we can choose to be happy if we want. But if you're not happy, then you're you're choosing
1: not to be happy. Yeah, and again, that goes down to what you're doing on a daily basis. Um, yeah. Again, goes back to what Blair said as well. Is um, what you're currently doing, whether it's again, personally, professionally, physically, are you deep down happy? Do you actually enjoy? It? Do you look forward? And again, one thing is to ask yourself: Do you actually look forward to doing it? Mm-hmm. Do you look forward to getting up in the morning and going to work? Do you look forward to to finishing work? and getting to the gym because you're going to hit a new PB or you're going to see that one person that you that you always like to see, whether it's a friend, your trainer, your coach, or that instructor that jeers you on and gets you going. Do you then look forward to actually going home to your to your own personal life, whether it's with family, whether it's with friends, whether you stay on your own to cook nice food, enjoy some downtime, watch Netflix or do whatever it is you want? Do you enjoy to do these things or ultimately are you doing them, like Blair said earlier, to fit in? To fit fit into society.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's like a society. It's like pressure from society to to make you adhere to this way of living. You know what I mean? And I think a um, you know, a good question to ask yourself is, if I keep doing what I am doing now, in five years' time, will I be happy? Because if the answer is ultimately no then there's a good chance you're whatever you're doing isn't right for you. And it's not in alignment with your values. And like you say, whether that's your career, whether that's you turning up to work and you hate in every fucking minute that you're there. Like you don't like getting up for work. You don't like being there. You probably don't like the people that are there. You don't conversate with much. If that is you, leave that job. Like, I know that there's financial pressures and financial strengths. I get it. I understand. Trust me. myself and jack have been there to some degree in our life when it comes to making a shift but the reality is is if you don't do it it's like now then you will never do it like all we have is our body our health our happiness and what we do you know and our but ultimately the one thing that we always have is a choice like we always have a choice so like you say like jack said if you don't enjoy your career start looking to change it. At least begin looking to change it. If you are not happy in a relationship, change that. You have a choice. If you aren't happy with how you feel within your body, change it. You have a choice. You know, if these things do not align with what truly makes you happy and uh, your values and this will become easier when we start to figure out what our values are. Because kind of bringing us on to point number three is when we don't really know why we're doing anything, it can be difficult to know how we need to change it. What do I need to change in order to start now acting in alignment with my values and my purpose? You know,
1: what's the end goal? Yeah, exactly. Um, And again, just to follow on from what Blair just said there, it's just about really sometimes just taking that first step and then knowing, right, okay, if you aren't happy in something, what what's the necessary steps that you think you need to take again if it's updating your cv is it then speaking to someone else is it then like that if it's maybe more a more of a physical thing you maybe just don't like what you see in the mirror what you feel when you put your clothes on okay cool is it maybe just going getting a walk around the local gym if you've not even joined the gym chances are you guys that listen to the podcast do some form of exercise then looking at maybe the programme you're following or the exercise you're doing or the nutrition you're eating or your habits outside of the gym, just wee small things that you're going to start that's then going to possibly then have that snowball effect. And then again, like that, what what Blair said is it's not really knowing your why. Um, And again, for me, this is one of the most important things that we do all need to do is sort of your why and your purpose is the same thing. Um, And ultimately, it's just about, okay, why did I start this journey? Why am I on here? And again, most of the things we are going to talk about is... 80% 80% of it going to be fitness-related. So why did you start going to the gym? Chance yeah, chances yeah. are was to lose some weight, but why? Then just keep digging deeper. Yeah, like yeah. start to peel the layers back of the onion, as they say. I think it's in the Shrek film. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it. And it's just like that, We were just you need to just keep pulling the layers back. Onions have layers, so yeah. just keep pulling them back. Pull you your own have- back so that you truly get to the bottom of, okay, why did I start in this instance? your fitness journey
0: and and understand that that isn't an easy process like that isn't like when you have to get deep with yourself this is like what we were talking about earlier like this wishy-washy stuff this shit is important for life like you only have one of it by the way just to remind you that and like you need to get deep with this so be honest and we were kind of chatting before we started today we were talking about that point of like asking yourself okay why do i want this goal answer that question then ask yourself why again why do i want that result why 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 you have to do it and we were saying this i again don't quote me on it but i'm sure i heard it somewhere that you have to roughly do this for this one point maybe three to you have to ask yourself why about three to five times before you will get to the true meaning of why you're doing something like again jack can share his after this but for me like The reason that I began training at first, my why was to get fitter so I looked better because I, the second why was because I wanted more female attention. I wanted to feel attractive because the reality was my confidence was shot. I felt lonely and I despised what I seen. Like that was the root cause of it. I did not like myself and what that then looked at for me and how then other people would see that.
1: But again, for anyone listening to that, that went from Blair joining a gym and losing some weight to then realising he was low in confidence, he wanted more attention, which because he wasn't possibly getting the attention that he thought he wanted, left him then to realise, wait a minute, I need to I need to realise this is a lot more than stepping on the scales and losing two pounds, or losing six pounds, or losing three stone. That number really meant jack shit to him because he could have lost one pound or gained 10 kilos, but as long as he felt better and he got the attention he was looking for, he felt more confidence, he had more energy, he felt physically fitter, which then goes way beyond what that actual- And I
0: despise less myself because I began to think more of myself because guess what? I started looking after myself, you know? I started putting how I felt first. And this is something I see with clients and, and, and Jack, you're probably the same, mate, but. There's sometimes I will look at a client's check and they'll be like, oh, you know, it's been four weeks and my weight hasn't moved. But I feel fantastic. You know, I, or sorry, they will be like I um, may start off, I feel amazing. It's the best I've ever felt in a long time. But the scales didn't work this week and, I'm, and, and I feel shit. And i am like, well, hold on, hold on, hold on a second. So because a number did not come out the way that you wanted it, you are failing, but yet you feel absolutely fucking tremendous. So you are putting and you are valuing your effectively your um, rel- um your relativeness to the earth right that is effectively what your weight is beyond how you feel like when we break it down as like you're literally putting down a number again just that dictates how heavy you are above how you feel that you value a number more than your feelings and your emotions then we've got to start a- asking ourselves hold on a second something is not right.
1: Yeah, exactly. And again, it's just about getting that little bit deeper. So again, like that, why are we here? You want to lose weight? Okay, why? And see, the more you ask yourself that question of why, and the more you start to fidget, the more you start to think, go, oh, actually, I can't write that down, chances are you should be able to write it down. Because if you are not comfortable in writing that why down, you've probably had the answer. You've probably touched a nerve, and that's, that's mm-hmm, the reason yeah. as to why, you're now doing what you're doing. Yeah, not necessarily good. what you first wrote on the first line to lose weight or
0: 100 uh, kind percent of If it invokes emotion, then you know you're getting close to, to your true reason. Like I had a client on a call um a couple of months back, maybe start of the year, and we were on the we we're on a zoom call, you know, she's looking at board and I was asking myself, okay, so this is your goal. And so why do you want to do this? And okay, yeah, right. Okay, yeah, but why? We've we done this. She didn't know we were doing this, but we, we done this. I, I was asking, I was trying to dig a bit deeper. And then she, she began crying, right? I'm not trying to get people on calls and make them cry, not at all, so don't think that. Like, but I knew straight away that we were boom, we were at the core of what she, why she wanted to do this. And I will not tell a lie, the past three months of her training has been sensational and she is so fucking consistent in what she does. So consistent in what she does because she knows exactly why she's doing it. So she commits, when I say we need to do this, okay, let's get it done. And she does it because she knows ultimately why, and she's kind of like at one with it, if that makes sense.
1: And also on the flip side of that, goes back to what I first mentioned as well, was the chances are you, or in this instance, Blair's client, she now knows the consequences of not taking that action is because her why is now greater than the, the consequences. Because mm-hmm. now she knows possibly the consequences were the last two years, the last 18 months, the last six years, the last 10 years. And that's all. what this comes down to. You guys listen to this podcast, the chances are you've went through struggles, you've went through issues, you've went through roadblocks constantly for the last year, six months, 12 months, two years, 10 years, however long it's happened. So use that to try and almost work out your why, not necessarily just because you want to lose weight, because the chance are you've tried it many times, and guess what? You've probably not, it's probably not happened. Or if it has happened, you gained it all the way back again. So what was the main reason? Was it possible because you didn't really know what road you're on? Is it because you didn't have that strong enough why? You didn't really realize, okay, why am I actually here? Why did I reach out to Jack? Why did I reach out to Blair? Why have I now invested my hard-earned money into coaching, into whatever it is, because ultimately that's what, that's what it's going to take, is that, pause that little bit of nerve, to got, sort of get touched, or a little bit of emotion, to then realise, wait a minute, and again, when you've got that why, you then realise the consequences, on the the flip side of it, of not taking that action, is going to be way, way scarier, than just actually doing what you need to do.
0: Yeah,
1: it's so true, like,
0: again, I, to bring it back up, like going back to what I was saying earlier, like if you're, if you ask yourself, do I want to be in the same position that I am right now in five years time? If your answer is no, then understand that that is the massive consequence of you not taking action and not getting clear on these areas. And like we said, coming back to it, it starts with putting pen to paper and asking yourself, why, what do I value in life? Write down what are the biggest things that you probably couldn't live without. Not, you know, again, look, these might be material items, by the way, but the reality is, it's not. you won't view it as a material item. So for instance, this, again, this kind of goes a bit off topic, right? But I've got a good friend who is nuts about cars. Nuts about cars. All he does is buy cars, fixes them, does things to them like he values them so much that's that's a a car is a material item to you or I but not to him so if you're writing something down and you think that that's a material item it's probably not something that you value
1: whereas if you know that it's definitely not a material item i.e. in this case cars then that's that's absolutely fine but it's about just getting clear on that's one of your values 100%. 100%. As cars or what cars brings to you. If it brings you happiness, it brings you this. But ultimately, it's about then making sure we don't get happiness confused with short-term gratification, that short-term happiness. Those Amazon parcels through the door. That new dress to go on the night out because you feel right. like you need a new dress because you you don't want to get seen in the same dress all the time. Mm-hmm. So you feel like that's going to make you happy because maybe deep down, ultimately, we don't like what we wore the last time out, but we just didn't accept it yet. So, just about understanding true happiness over then that short term gratification.
0: 100%. So, coming to the end, the 1% value, Jack. What
1: for is it? me? Definitely the 1% value for me, for you guys to take away um, and implement. Again, we always want these sort of 1% takeaway points to be something you can go and actually implement. For me personally, I think um, off the back of that conversation, <clears throat> I would definitely say for you guys to go literally just even set yourself a timer of 15, 20 minutes and do the task of, at the top of the paper, what is my why? Why am I on this journey? Then write the answer down. Two lines below that, then write why. Write your answer. But, again, just think think about Shrek. Think about how Donkey got his way in to Shrek, winning him over. It took him almost a full entire film. (laughs) Uh, it just keeps peeling back the layers so just think right why so again use that example of you want to lose weight why do you want to lose weight write it down why write it down and again the more you start to get uncomfortable you don't want to put that pen to paper or as uh, Blair said you might get a little bit emotional feel like you're starting to put some nerves together you've probably hit the jackpot for me that's gonna be one of the main sort of things that hopefully you guys can take away from this conversation. So that's going to then give you a reason to go, right, okay, now what do I need to do? So yeah. that, for me, that's my sort of 1% for you guys to go away, action, implement. And again, see off the back of it, if you guys want to run then past, like, okay, I've now got my what I think my main, my, like what my main, my main why is, mm-hmm. drop us a message. We're happily now, then step in the right direction, what to do next. Yeah, 100%. Like I said- What's your one Inbo- percent?
0: Sorry, I uh, yeah, but um just going off the back of that just to let you all know and remember that Jack and myself's inbox are always open for anyone that's listening to this, has any questions, just wants to bounce thoughts in their head off it. Our inbox is always open. Um
1: for someone genuinely to talk to.
0: Yeah, if you just need someone to chat to, then then speak to us. Um but for me, um I think it I have not two, <laughs> but one effectively. Um. firstly be honest with yourself and do not be scared to be honest with yourself especially when you're doing Jack's um, task of find, figuring out your why you know the reason that you're on this journey be do not be afraid to be honest with yourself because if you can't be honest with yourself the reality is you can't be honest with the people around you but my second one to help you with understanding what it is you truly value you first have to start asking yourself what you're grateful for in life. Like, try this for a week. Practice more gratitude. At the end of every day, write down three points and three things that you're grateful for that day. That may be your partner. That may be your child. That may be your work colleague, your friend. It may be your job. It may be your health. It may be the fact that you got a good sleep. But when we start to understand what we are grateful for in life, we start to then understand more about what you value because I guarantee you will see one thing. If you start to track this, write this down for a week to two weeks, and then you go back and look at all the things, that's 14 days worth of gratitude practice. You're going to be able to start grouping things together. Hold on a second. I've said... I've said I was grateful for my mum and then I said two days later I was grateful for my dad or three days later I was grateful for my partner or my son. Well, suddenly you value family a lot. You know, you may have mentioned your work four times. You value your career a lot. You may have mentioned your friends. You value your social life a lot.
1: Yeah, just, just start to group them together. 100%.
0: begin to group them together and suddenly we understand more of what our values are. Yeah,
1: that's uh, a great one. That's... Definitely because, again, um, it's going to allow people then to understand an easy way of at least starting to – it's an easy way because, literally, you can do it on your phone, do it pen and bit of paper, um, just, like, what am I grateful for today? Exactly what Blair said. So, yeah, it's a massive one.
0: Well, um, I was actually talking about this with my clients, actually, on Monday night uh, in Monday night's training, and one of my clients uh, – there's an app called – I want to say Three Good Things is the name of it. Chris will be listening to this podcast at some point so he'll be either nodding away or he'll be messaging me be like you got it fucking wrong but I think it's three good things it's called and that basically you can just at the end of every day three good things that happened or again think about being what are you grateful for change it just in your head what are you grateful for and you can use that to track it as well so pen and paper an app just do it for two weeks and then begin to start grouping things together you'll then understand what it is you value and if you action what Jack is saying you're going to be more and, and again, with all of it, be more honest. You're going to be much clearer on why you're doing something and the values that you're grateful for. And then you can start acting in alignment with your values and your purpose. And I guarantee that when you do that, you instantly start feeling better in yourself. 100%. You
1: yeah, know? definitely. 100%.
0: You instantly start feeling better. Like if you value your health and then you go for a run or go for a gym session, you walk out feeling fucking great because you've done something that you value you
1: know yeah 100% absolutely so
0: yeah that's my 1% because it was a
1: bit more than 1% <laughs> but yeah that's been a good one today and again hopefully awesome. you guys at home where you're on your way to work whether you're out walking getting the steps in sharing this with family members however you're listening one we appreciate your support but two hopefully you managed to take somewhat away from it and again if you guys want a little bit more accountability after you've, after you've listened to the podcast, even just send us a task over. Like, if you want to send um, me your wise and Blair your sort of gratefulness every day, or just even share 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 both with both of us. Mm-hmm. Again, accountability is going to be the one biggest thing that possibly holds you back, but also gets you closer um, towards a goal. So yeah, 100%. hopefully you guys have enjoyed it.
0: Thank you, and we hope you have a sensational day.